0: Simple Pin Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Simple Pin Podcast. This is episode 154. And if you're a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that back in July last month, we took a little bit of a break. We needed time to get our creative juices flowing again. So what we did was we replayed some of our best episodes that we have with probably... Um, the most sought after information about Pinterest. And basically what we wanted to do during that time was not only share these episodes, but go back to the blog posts and really update them to make sure the content was current. So what I thought I would do is share a little bit about how we optimize that older content for Pinterest. As we do here at Simple Pin, Our blog posts are the same as our podcast, but they are not transcribed word for word. They're written into a readable blog post. And the reason for that is that we have some people who listen and some people who read. Also, we found that for us to write it into a blog post really helped us to rank on Google. So we wanted to play to the SEO framework and make sure that we were really um, making sure we were doing all that we could over there. For those of you who are new listening to the Simple Pin Podcast, this is a new episode after we've taken a break. And why I record these episodes is because I am the leader of Simple Pin Media. We are a Pinterest management and marketing company. And I take all the information I learn from that work, from working with clients, and I bring it on here to the podcast to help you DIY your Pinterest marketing. So this is all about simple, actionable tips so that you can really figure out how Pinterest marketing works for your business and not go down any crazy rabbit trails. Like nobody has time for that. You've got very little time to work on your business. You're pulled in lots of different directions. And I'm very aware that Pinterest is just one slice of the pie in your business. I do not think you should spend a ton of hours on your Pinterest marketing. So that's why I want you to be smart and effective with what you do with your Pinterest marketing. So that's why I have this podcast here and welcome. We're so glad you're new to listening and we hope that you will continue to listen and even go back to some of our older podcasts. All right, before we dive into today's episode, which is all about how to optimize old content for Pinterest, I want to talk about one of the main things that we pride ourselves on here at Simple Pin and that is... We want to be up to date on all things Pinterest. And so in order to do this, we kind of hold ourselves accountable. I myself do this in writing a Wednesday newsletter that comes out at 5 a.m. Eastern time. And this newsletter has all the latest Pinterest articles and tips, as well as some helpful resources that will help move your business forward without feeling overwhelmed. I'd love for you to join this newsletter. You can simply visit the website at simplepinmedia.com. There is a banner across the top. Just put in your name and email, and we will begin to send you uh, the newsletter. This will also walk you through a series of trying to figure out what level you're at with Pinterest marketing, because that's also important to us as well. Sometimes we'll talk to people here on the podcast who are just starting out. And then sometimes we'll talk to other people who are maybe a couple of years in, maybe even five years in, and they really just want to make sure they're optimized. So walk through that process in our email, and we will help get you the information that you need. I also want to do a quick shout out to... Um, an iTunes reviewer, Mona at Queen of My Kitchen. Thank you so much for leaving this amazing review. She said, if you're confused about Pinterest, this is the podcast to listen to. I have learned so much. Thanks so much, Mona at Queen of My Kitchen. This is such a high compliment for me because I want to make sure that you are not confused about Pinterest. It's really simple. We could break it down into simple, actionable steps so that you can move forward using Pinterest in your business. All right, so with that, let's jump into today's episode. All right, today's episode is all about how to optimize older content for Pinterest. So let's step back of the question, why do we want to update old content? So Pinterest users, the beauty of Pinterest, I've talked about this in a previous episode, is that Pinterest has a snowball effect, something that maybe you've pinned a year or even two years ago, will continue to bring traffic to your site, which means that Pinterest users are entering into your site from all different posts, all different angles. I like to use the house as an illustration. Some people are coming in the back door. Some people are coming in a side door. Some people are coming through that mudroom door where you kind of have your old nasty shoes. Maybe it's the post that you're like so embarrassed about, but it's the way they're entering. And so if they're entering into these places, we want to make sure that where they're entering it is optimized so that they do wanna stick around. So you don't have to create new content, you just have to go back to something that you've created and update it and make sure that that content is still fresh. So if you're listening to this um, in August when it goes live, we're going into what we call a high season of traffic for Pinterest and something that you maybe you created for like Halloween or Thanksgiving or any of these holidays we're going into, they're probably going to come up in search again. So it's really important that we go back and make that look relevant. Like it's not something that's five years old, but that it's something that people can still engage with. Now, let me make a note here about what I mean when I refer to high season and low season. So from working with Pinterest clients for over almost six years now, one of the things we notice is that when, especially people in North America, are outside so that might be when the weather gets nicer, Pinterest traffic tends to go on a decline. And this tends to be anywhere from April to right around the beginning of August. We just see lower traffic patterns. Now, for some people, this can actually be a higher time of traffic. I know people who do are TPT sellers. They tend to get a huge ramp up in June and July for some of them because people are getting ready to teach again. They're they're looking for resources that they get their classroom prepared. And so that might not be their high season, which is the traditional season of August to mid-February. But for most people, this is when they see higher amounts of traffic. So the reason we want to really look at past content, especially during the season, is because there's so much seasonal content, so much Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Um, anything to do with the beginning of the year, organizing, budgeting, there's just so much opportunity for those older posts to be resurfaced in search. So that's really what I mean when I say high season, low season. To identify what your high and low season is, you're gonna need to go into Google Analytics and look at a full year's worth of traffic. If you could even go back two or three years, you'll probably start to see peaks and valleys. You'll start to see trends to know when your high season and low season is. I highly, highly, highly recommend you do this for one reason, to not let yourself go crazy When you see your traffic dropping, a lot of people will come into our free Facebook group and they will say, my traffic is dropping. It's totally down like 7% for the month. And the first thing we say is go back and look at your analytics. Is this what happened last year? Is this a normal slide in your traffic? You always have to look at the bigger picture before you condense it down to a week or a month. So again, it's really, really, really important you do this so that you know your high and low so you can do the following things we're gonna talk about to update your content for Pinterest. All right, so we have an older post that we'll link to. It's called Updating Holiday Content for Pinterest. It's quite an old post that we have here at Simple Pin, but in the spirit of updating old content, we have updated it. So here's five things that I aim to do to every single post that I update. Number one, I read through the content inside the post and I see if it needs to be freshened up. I add some words, thoughts to what I maybe talked about, any new information that people would need. I basically go in and expand on it or take away something that's not relevant. For me, as I talk about Pinterest, You all know Pinterest changes so often. So if I go back to an older post, I want to make sure that the information in that is correct. So make sure that what you're writing in there is still current. The second thing I do is I link to other content on my site. It's called internal linking. Since I wrote the original post, there's probably been something that I've written since that might make sense to link to. And I haven't linked to it because obviously I hadn't written that post yet. So I go through and I link to any other content within my site. Sometimes what I'll do is even write related article or want to learn more about keywording. You can read this article here. I'll make it sound a little bit better so that it's kind of makes sense for SEO. But for the most part, I'm showing the natural, you don't want to make it unnatural. Like you're talking about Halloween and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, here's a Valentine's Day post. Like that doesn't really make sense. But if you're talking about like traveling in Barcelona and all of a sudden, um, not all of a sudden, but you created this post later down the line that has to do with traveling in Spain, you'll want to link to that in your Barcelona post because people might want to read more about that. The third thing I do is I look at the images and I update with any new images. Now, there's questions about removing the older images and adding the new ones. I've only ever heard that you don't want to take down the older image if it's coming up in a Google image search. Now, I am not proficient in looking to figure out if it's coming up in Google search, but if you know of a person who could tell you that, then that would probably be the best person to ask. For the most part, I think that's going to be pretty rare that your image is coming up in a Google search. That being said, um, I will update with new, fresh images. If I don't want to add them to the post, I can also just upload them to Pinterest and then link to this, new, this updated post that I've just gone through. Oftentimes, I will replace the older one with a newer one, and maybe I will hide a couple of the older one like the older one and maybe even the newer one so that people can pin both there is no like w- magic trick to hiding images or adding new images it's really just if you want to add a new image add a new image i would make it closely related to what the previous image was so for me i've used a lot of stock images in the past but now i have a lot of branded simple pin images I might try to make sure they're very similar in look because I don't want somebody to see the old image, come on to my post and go, oh, am I in the right place? You wanna have somewhat of that visual connection. Now, if you're somebody in the food space and... You have, uh, you know, you're not going to make this recipe again, or it's going to take you a long time. What you could do is you could create a new image. Um, Maybe you have horizontal ones in there. You could stack them and then add some text in there. There's lots of different options you can do with that. Or if you're DIY and you don't want to do the whole step by step, go ahead and grab some of the images and again, put new text on them. That could just be a way to freshen up the images. The fourth thing I do is I update with any affiliate links or links to any products that I sell. So I have probably 10 or so strategic affiliates that I work with, and we evaluate which ones are worth you know, pursuing or adding to that particular post based on relevancy. So if it's a post talking about getting more followers on Pinterest, I might link to Milo Tree. If it's talking about blogging, I might link to Elite Blog Academy. Or if it's something that continues to talk about just Pinterest marketing, I might link to the Simple Pin Collective, which is our membership site. Just make sure that there's a way for you to make money in the post. So updating with any new affiliate links, looking at the old affiliate links in there, making sure they're going to the right place or that the affiliate link still works like it's not broken. And then linking to any products that you now sell. Maybe you've written a cookbook or maybe you have an ebook now. You want to make sure that you add any new links to those products. And the last is adding a call to action. This can be signing up for an email list, joining a Facebook group, following you on Pinterest or maybe another social channel. You just want to have some call to action so they can further engage with you. For us, we have a sign up for the email list at the bottom of every one. We also have to join the Facebook group. When you do join the Facebook group, um, you're asked if you wanted to be added to our email list. So it's kind of like dual purpose right there. So you want to make sure you know what it is you want people to do so that they can take action right away. The last thing that I do, this is kind of a bonus one, is I go to the top and in italics, I write updated August of 2019. So even if I have dates at the top of my post, it lets the reader know that it has been updated. And I appreciate this as a reader, because if I see a post that's like 2015, and I'm talking about Pinterest marketing, but right below that I see updated 2019, I know that the stuff that I'm reading is actually current. So if you have something that's time sensitive, just go ahead and write that up there so that people know it's been updated. So let's go over those five again. One, updating the content inside the post, rewriting, adding some words, thoughts, any of that. Just kind of freshen it up a little bit. Number two is to link to other content on your site that is relevant to what you're talking about in that post. Number three is add new images if needed. Number four, update with any affiliate links or links to products you sell. Have a way that you're going to potentially make money. I want to say this really quick, and I didn't say it earlier. Sometimes when I tell people to do this, what they say to me is, well, I don't really make much money. Oh, it's not worth it. Adding an affiliate link to a post or link to a product that you sell takes you maybe five minutes. If you're making $10 off of that, your five minutes might be worth it. Because if there's getting a lot of traffic and that $10 compounds and it grows and it grows and grows over time, I would hate to have you miss out because you didn't want to take five minutes. Always, always add an affiliate link or a link to a product that you sell. And the last is a call to action. Assign it for your email list, join your Facebook group, or follow you on Pinterest or another social channel. Okay, the big question is, what's your time commitment? How long will this take you? I just actually did this in July. As I talked about, we took a break. All of those posts needed to be updated. I averaged about 30 minutes total to update the post and then add a few of the images. I do have my creative director, Tina, who does create images for me. So I had that kind of taken out. But if you're pretty quick with images, you can probably get that down to 30 to 45 minutes. And I would aim to do two to three per week. Now, what I did was I actually wanted to update all five at one time. Sometimes you get rolling creatively and you just get excited and you're on a roll. So I actually sat on the couch. My kids were watching a movie. And I took about two hours, maybe like two and a half hours, to update all five of the posts that we were republishing with new information, screenshots, and calls to action that I really wanted to add into that, as well as any affiliate links I needed to add. So... I would average 30 to 45 minutes and you can really add them into your week. If you have a lot, then what I would do is just aim to do two to three per week. I wouldn't try to tackle them all at once. But hey, if you are like me and you just were on a roll, update five at once in two hours and call it good. All right. The last thing you need to do after you've updated all of this old content is let your people know that it's been updated. You can do this on email, you can do this on Instagram or Facebook. Just let them know that it's fresh and it's relevant for right now. So if you're going into back to school time and you have something about organization and you've updated that post, let your audience know that it's been updated. Say, this was a super popular post last year, I wanna make sure that you don't miss it, Go ahead and check it out now and then share to Pinterest or pin it for later. Audience engagement plays a really, really important role on Pinterest. More sharing from your site equals more eyes to potentially see your content. So don't just update it and leave it there. Actually tell people who are following you now, because if you wrote something two years ago and you have a lot of new readers on your email list, or you've really pursued Instagram, people won't know about that post that you've updated. Tell them about it. Tell them about to go engage with it and read it and give you feedback, or give you suggestions, maybe about the particular topic, or what would you do? There's a lot of great ways you can increase audience engagement. And I would Definitely, definitely, definitely do it, especially if this is something that's already been a viral pin or it's bringing traffic for you. What Monica Fros calls it is a legacy pin. These are legacy pins that are continuing to bring in traffic. Keep the traffic flow coming. All right. I'd love to hear more about how you repurpose older content for Pinterest. So leave a comment on the blog post at simplepinmedia.com 154. I would love to hear about your creative ways. We can even add them to the blog post or remind people to look into the comments. I know so many of you have been creating content for quite a long time, and we would love to hear your creative ways for updating content. Alright, so if you want more of the show notes or information to see examples of what I've talked about, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 154. Thanks so much for listening.